Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of My Circus, My Monkeys. I have a question for you. Do you get enough self-care every day? Or if you don't like the term self-care, are there things that you're doing on a daily basis to recharge and take care of yourself? If you're like most people in higher ed, the answer is no. But what if you could fit more self-care into your day in five minutes or less? Intrigued? Then stay tuned. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. Last week, we didn't have a new episode because Alicia and I were at ACPA in St. Louis, and quite frankly, I just didn't have the capacity to do a new episode. But one of the things we gave out at ACPA was information on ways to increase your daily self-care in five minutes or less. Given how stressed we all are, I thought I'd adapt that to podcast form. So let's jump right in. First, you need to take brain breaks. Your brain can only concentrate for 90 minutes at a time, then it resets. And that happens whether you give it a break or not. So trying to push through means you're exerting a lot of energy without getting much in return. It's better to take a five-minute break to allow it to properly reset. If you do, you'll actually be faster and more productive when you get back to work. Now, for those of you who have executing talents like achiever or responsibility, you may find this hard to believe. After all, breaks can feel like wasted time. But because of how your brain works, it's not a waste at all. It's literally going to make you better at all of the doing. I did this one first because the following suggestions are all great for those important brain breaks. So next, go for a walk. Sitting all day isn't good for your mind or your body. Get up and get moving. Yes, even a short five-minute walk allows you to reset and get your blood moving. You can set an alarm to remind you. You can develop a habit of taking a short walk in between meetings or after you finish a task. If you're meeting one-on-one with someone, think about whether you can turn it into a walking meeting. And if you're thinking, sure, that sounds great, walking in between meetings, but they always run long. So let's jump into another great self-care habit, leaving meetings on time. Meetings are not hostage situations. Sure, sometimes there's an emergency and you have to stay until the problem is resolved, but if people just don't know how to facilitate a meeting in the allotted time, why should that throw your entire day off? You agreed to attend a meeting for a specified time, not forever. And if you're leading the meeting, learn how to facilitate them so they're done on time, or even better, early. When it's time to go, and again, I'm suggesting adding in a five-minute buffer, so you can fit in a brain break. Quietly gather your things. 
excuse yourself. Let them know that you have to get to your next appointment, even that if that next appointment is you having lunch on time. And if you're worried people are going to judge you, say, I have a student issue, or I have a student waiting for me. I can guarantee very few people will question that, especially if your institution has any sort of student-first mentality. Now, I'm not advocating lying, but realistically, isn't the next thing on your plate something to do with helping students? Yes, there may be a few meetings that this won't work for, but if you're having back-to-back-to-back meetings, it's going to work for 90% of them. Take advantage. Next, take a lunch break. Again, you need breaks, and you need to make sure that you nourish yourself so you have the energy you need to have a productive afternoon. Skipping lunch to work doesn't actually make you more productive. It prevents you from being your best and doing your best. Remember, your brain is going to reset every 90 minutes anyway. You might as well use it to get something to eat, even if it's only for five minutes. That being said, For those of you who need to hear it, I hereby give you permission to take a proper 30 or even hour-long lunch break. Next, turn off your notifications. Constant interruptions keep you from being productive. A University of California study found that after each interruption, it takes over 23 minutes for your brain to refocus. If you get an email or text every 5 to 10 minutes, That means you're never actually focused on anything. And if you can't focus, it's going to take you longer to get through that giant pile of work on your desk. If you're worried about missing something urgent, talk amongst your department about developing a tiered communication system for emergencies that doesn't rely on an email or a text. Next, close your door. You know that open door policy that you have? Close it. Open door policies seem like a good idea, right? I mean, you want to build trust with the people you supervise. You want to keep the lines of communication open. You want them to feel like they can come to you. Those are absolutely important. But open door policies bring constant interruptions, often with questions or problems that your team should be empowered to figure out for themselves. And remember the study I just mentioned, 23 minutes to refocus your brain on what you're trying to do. So instead, Schedule regular one-on-one meetings with your individual team members to build trust and maintain that clear communication. Establish a criteria for emergency situations that truly do need to be addressed immediately. Next, work on setting boundaries. Most of us have no idea how to set boundaries, but we need boundaries to bring out our best selves. Boundaries are meant to protect us from wasting our valuable energy on things that don't serve us, help us achieve our goals, or support our well-being. Doing things like leaving meetings on time, eating lunch, taking walks, etc., so you can commit to your own well-being are important. When a person or process is getting in the way of you being your best self, assess it and make changes. Remember, when you're at your best self, you're going to have better relationships and better outcomes for you your team, and your students. Next, set priorities. Takes five minutes at the beginning of each day to prioritize your three most important tasks or projects. When we don't prioritize, we're wasting our energy on things that may not to be do- need to be done, at least not right now. 
Why do you only get to pick three things? Because if everything's a priority, nothing is a priority. Our brains and our teams need priorities to work effectively. I recently did a podcast episode titled The Freedom of the Impossible. In that episode, I say what most of you already know on some level. The amount of work being asked of you is impossible to get done. So stop asking yourself, how can I get all of this done? And instead ask, what are the most important things that I can do? And then prioritize them. Okay, so lastly, let's talk about meditation. There's a growing body of research on the benefits of meditation. It can help you refocus, re-energize, get you out of fight or flight. The problem is it can seem intimidating. I mean, don't you have to be in your yoga clothes and sitting next to your bamboo fountain for it to be effective? You don't. Even if you've never meditated before, there's no worries. Today, there's lots of apps on meditation out there and they have guided meditations. So all you have to do is listen and follow the prompts. You can even pick how long the meditations are, even just five minutes. Okay, so those are nine ways to work in self-care in very short periods of time. And daily maintenance is way more beneficial than fitting in a massage once a month. Taking better care of yourself doesn't have to take a lot of time. It just takes you being committed to making it happen. So get a self-care buddy, put it in your calendar, leave yourself post-its to remind you to do it, whatever you need to do. It's going to improve your overall well-being and your productivity. So win-win. So get your self-care on. And until next time, stay strong. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th, Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.com.
org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. <laughs>